We are very much honored to have as our guest this week on the Pomp and Pony podcast, one of the legendary figures in all of Pittsburgh sports, Dave Parker, who has authored a book called Cobra, A Life of Baseball and Brotherhood, which we'll get into. Dave, how are you doing these days? It's hey, good Dave. to catch up with you. I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? We're good. The Pirates need a third hitter. Can you come out of retirement and help yourself and help them? <laughs> I, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> oh, we might have an exclusive, Bob. <laughs> well, I don't know how the wheels are doing. I know you had a couple of knee surgeries, so you may need a designated runner. But as long as the bat's still good, I think that'd be nice. <laughs> well, that right field fence looks awful close. <laughs> hey, Dave, I want to I want to talk first about uh, your book. Uh, it's out now, and it's an interesting book talking about not just the life of a baseball player, but the brotherhood that comes with being part of a baseball team and a and a baseball community. Why did you want to do the book? And and let's tell us tell us some of the highlights of the book for you. Well, I mean, being a pirate and being we are family, I mean that kind of explains where the brotherhood comes in because we uh, uh, had a team that really cared about each other, and being titled the family was something that was true to form with us. We were a family. Dave, do you um, – well, what made you want to write the book now? The, the the family team you're talking about won the World Series in 1979. It's 2021. Uh, what gave you the inspiration to want to write this thing now? Well, you know, I, I don't think my story has been totally told. So I wanted to uh, basically let people know who Dave Parker were. And uh, I uh, really thought in terms of uh, publicizing that, you know, letting people know that Dave Parker, who Dave Parker was, and uh, the book was one way of doing that. What was part of Dave Parker that people didn't know? Because you had a pretty public life, and you were great (laughs) with interviews, I remember that, and uh, always outspoken. What was it that was missing in terms of your life story? Well, I don't think people really uh, looked at that uh, in that way. Uh, I think that they still misunderstood me. I was the guy that spoke my mind, uh, reached out and extended myself to my fellow players, and I extended myself to uh, the general public. And I don't think people really had full grasp of that well what do you think they got wrong dave what do you think the part of telling the uh you know describing dave parker or painting the dave parker picture what do you think the media you know or that's what it sounds like what do you think they were what, what do you think they got wrong about dave parker they they uh ignored the fact that i was a good guy oh you know and uh i think that was something that w- wasn't revealed about me and uh, I was the guy that I extended myself to my fellow players, extended myself to the general public, uh, played 100% all times. Mm. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it was one time I didn't run uh, 100% to first base, regardless of where the ball was hit. And it was things like that. I can attest to that, watching you um, throughout your years in Pittsburgh that I did. 
and covering the Pirates that you did. You you never gave up on a, a ground ball, which I think is, – is that a pet peeve of yours, by the way, Dave? Because I, it is for me <laughs> that when I see guys who are making all this kind of money today and they don't run things out, yeah. does that bother you? Yeah, it does. You know, it's just one less thing that people have to talk about. You know, hustling is something that you can control uh, yourself. And um, players uh, could take just that, that – one element and eliminated from uh, their their game by playing just by running the ball out. Uh, Dave, is there something about your career other than you know you want to get the point out that you were you know you were a good guy, you you, you were you were good in the in the clubhouse, you backed your teammates up, all that stuff. Is there is is there something about what you accomplished in your career, maybe from a numbers or from an award or from that standpoint? that you really want to drive home to people at the end of Dave Parker's career, what's the accolade or the uh, maybe the statistic that you're most proud of? Well, I mean, you got an hour? <laughs> I mean, we, 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 we sure. talk about it all day. Yeah, uh, let's do it. Basically, I, I did uh, just about everything that you could do in baseball, uh, offensively and defensively. Uh, I was a two-time, three-time uh, Golden Glover, two-time batting champ, two-time DH of the year. Uh, I did uh, a host of things. My father told me one time, he said, son, you know, win everything at least once. And I tried to do that. And I, I compiled a lot of that. Including MVP of the league. Yeah. The one thing I don't see and I should see is Hall of Fame. How come? Well, that's something that uh, I have no control over. Yeah. Uh, I, I put up the numbers. Uh, I was on winners. I was very instrumental to teams uh, in the latter part of my career. I, I became a hired gun uh, in my 30, late 30s. And uh, I did everything you could do. Dave, let me ask you about. Uh, let me ask you what you think about about baseball today. Uh, this this the first week of baseball season. When Dave Parker puts a game on, what does he think of baseball in twenty twenty one? It's a different game. Yep. Uh, you know, guys don't they, they 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 don't have cohesiveness. They don't stick together. Uh, you know, you have a a game where you have two teams uh, play each other and you have 25, 50 guys going in their different directions. And that was something that we didn't do. We uh, went out and had dinner together, uh, went to events for players and their family. Uh, we, we were just uh, different in that regard. So do you think, Dave, it's more of a, you know, a suitcase mentality? In other words, take your suitcase, go wherever you get the big bucks. It's not about the team. It's about the person. Too much of that potentially in the game? Yeah. Too, too much individuality. You got you to play as a team. Yeah. Yeah, you were, you were ahead of the game in terms of your ability to come out and speak. And 
I always admired that because it, at a time, I think some people held it against you. I mean, you had your point of a view. Uh, you he told it like it is, your, is what yeah, you're telling me. Exactly. He was honest he did, with people. But people didn't want to, they held it against him. I thought, did you feel that way, that you were too outspoken? Well, that was one of the reasons the book was necessary, mm-hmm. because people didn't identify to that. Uh, I said what was on my mind, and I, I, I wouldn't hesitate to, to get on my teammates if they uh, did something wrong. I uh, tried to do things to make it a lot easier for Chuck. Uh, I was sergeant of arms for Willie. Uh, I did a lot of things that most people wouldn't step forward and do. Now, you think if you played today, Dave, would you would you do things differently? Would you try to hit 50 home runs? Would you still try to use you know the whole field, uh, move runners over? You, th- you think if you played today, we'd see an even better version of Dave Parker? Or do you think the game of the 1970s might have uh, fit your skill set and the way you played a little bit better? What do you think of that? Well, I would have hit 50 home runs by accident. <laughs> some of these ballparks, they got none. <laughs> But uh, I uh, played at 100%, yep. you know, and I would get that regardless of what baseball was like uh, at this stage or even in the past. It's the Hometown Roofing Pop and Pony podcast powered by Bowser Chevrolet. Andrew, there was an all-star game in uh, oh, yeah. in the Seattle, uh, and we, we covered that and covered Dave in it, and I was I still am amazed at your arm. You know, playing right field here is not an easy thing because most people are compared to Roberto Clemente, but your arm was up there. Um, was Did you get more gratification out of gunning down two players in that all-star game? More you know, more so than maybe hitting a, a grand slam at a game or winning a game like that. How much was defense a big part of your life? Well, that was the first time they gave away MVP for defensive uh, efforts. So uh, I hold that very high in my achievements in baseball. My arm, uh, I, I signed as a catcher. Mm. And uh, I, I uh, short on the ball because I caught all through high school. And uh, Roberto Clemente taught me how to reach back and put more on my throws. So uh, he was very instrumental to me, even though I only had one spring training with him. Wow. Dave, who are some of your best friends? From baseball, you know, you're reminiscing a lot in this book and talking about your playing career and, you know, what that 1979 Pirates team meant to you and meant to people back here in Pittsburgh. All these years later, who are the people that still matter from that team and from your time in baseball? Well, you know, Willie was very instrumental. I mean, he uh, showed me the way to to be a major leader. Doc Ellis was a good friend, Eric Davis, uh, Barry Larkin, Jose Conseco, Mark McGuire. Uh, I picked up a host of guys, Gary Shetfield. Uh, I, uh, like I said, in my latter years, uh, I became like a father to a lot of the young players. Mm. And uh, they kept me young uh, because I, I played and uh, did some great things in my latter years, but uh, I uh, adopted a lot of the young players that were stars and uh, showed them the way. 
You mentioned some guys there, uh, Dave, who are in the Hall of Fame. Some aren't. A guy like McGuire is, uh, you know, I've always felt, hey, if you were allowed to play, whatever happened, you were allowed to play. Baseball didn't stop you, so your your number should count. Barry Bonds, same way. And I feel both those guys should be in the Hall of Fame. What's your stance on that uh, and why those guys aren't in it? Well, in Mark's case, you had to put it in play to utilize whatever he was utilizing. Uh, Barry Bonds was the best player in baseball for years. And I can't understand how he uh, even tried to do anything to alter his skills because his skills are great. And, uh, you know, regardless of what they say, you you be MVP and World Series champs, and I got a freeze going. I got Parkinson. But, uh, yeah, guys, uh, whatever they do on the field should be counted. Yeah, you mentioned Parkinson's. I was going to ask you about that. You've had that since since when, Dave? And I remember you coming into Pittsburgh to do something with me down at the Capitol Grill, and I think it was at the beginning of that. Um, how is your life, you know, living with Parkinson's disease? Well, good days, bad days. Uh, I just uh, play the hand as dealt. You know, I just take uh, every day uh, as it comes. Mm. I mean, Dave, you were a guy that, you know, I'm, I'm looking at pictures right now of you from back in the 70s. You were an unbelievable uh, specimen, physical specimen. So, you know, in, in like everyone ages, but, you know, talking about your quality of life and daily life now, what is it like, Dave? Well, it's uh, pretty normal. Okay. You know, I get up and try to work out with my wife when I can keep up with her. <laughs> and, uh, and deal with my grandchildren. I got two of my grandchildren over here now. Yep. Uh, they're catching a break in school because of the way things are. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just uh, take it day by day. Andrew, we talk a lot about money in sports. And we oh, see, yeah. We just saw Lindor gets a $340 million mm-hmm. deal. We yeah. saw Machado. We see Tatis. Back in 1979, I was at a press conference where Dave Parker was introduced as the first million-dollar player, I think ahead of Nolan Ryan, if I'm not mistaken. So he was the highest-paid player was, in the bigs, and he was a pirate. Yes. five. Wow. That, that's unusual, and it'll never happen again probably, but five years, five million. Dave, when this happened, I mean, people people said, that can't be right. You're making more than the President of the United States. You're <laughs> making more than CEOs. But that was kind of a badge of honor, too. You, you broke into new ground there. Yeah, I, I was the first. And I'm still waiting on my 10%. So uh, you tell them guys when you see them that uh, I'm, I'm waiting. Dave, when you uh, when you watch today's baseball, is there a player that you really like? Is there a guy uh, in, in 2021 that uh, Dave Parker uh, really enjoys watching or thinks, you know, this guy could have played on our 79 Pirates team and fit right in? I can't think of one off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But um, I haven't paid a lot of attention to baseball. Is that right? What I do. Yeah, I, I do uh, events for the Pirates uh, and some with the Reds, and basically teams that I played for. Mm-hmm. I'm still involved with them, but basically watching baseball on a day-in, day-out basis, I'm, I'm not doing that. 
So I want to ask you this because it's always something. I, I remember, obviously, at Three River Stadium, every time you came up to bat, they played the Cobra Snake song, and your nickname is the Cobra. And I never understood how you got that nickname. So what's the genesis of this Cobra? Well, it started with Tony Bartiron, who's a big fight fan. And uh, we had a, a fighter in Cincinnati by the name of Ezra Charles, who was a champ. And uh, his name was the Cobra. Mm. And with Tony uh, telling uh, everybody about his fight dreams, Bob Prince got a hold of it. <laughs> and when Bob Prince got it, it went all over the nation. Yeah. So Bob Prince made it famous. Tony started it, and Bob Prince made it famous. Did you like Prince? Dave, he was out there. Yeah. He was quirky. Do you like? Do you like the gunner? Yeah, I, I liked him a lot. He'd go to L.A. and be picked. He was living my kind of life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I I, I want to live that life, Bob. I I've tried to live that life, <laughs> but now it's harder to live that life. Uh, you you don't have as many opportunities, it seems, in this, uh, Dave. I want to get back to the Hall of Fame question just because I, I'm, I've been a big, staunch believer that you deserve to be in it. Uh, and I know you said it's out of your control. But what would you tell people who are part of that voting? Why? We know some of those guys. We do. We do know some of those guys. And, and I think some of them are starting to come around to a lot of this thinking. But what would you tell them, a potential voter in the Hall of Fame, about why Dave Parker should be in? Well, I did everything you can do. I, I played the game. I was dumb. I was dominating. I wasn't uh, uh, one of those players that was borderline. I I dominated the game. I uh, made throws that people still are and talk about. Won two batting titles. I was on two World Series champs. Uh, there's nothing in baseball that I didn't do uh, above average. So uh, you find one that, that was better uh, and more dominating than me. Dave, did you love baseball? Did you do it because it was a job and you got paid handsomely to do it? Did you have a deep love and appreciation for the game? And if, if you did, where where did that come from? Well, I played baseball all my young life. It was uh, something that was just a part of me. Uh, I used to get mad when the game was over. That's how much I loved baseball. I had nothing else to do that I loved as much as baseball. So I I actually got mad when the game was over and I had to retreat to home. (laughs) Dave, you were also uh, in Pittsburgh when they had the drug trials uh, that were going on in the 80s. And I'm just curious, from your point of view, are there any misconceptions about what happened? Because a lot of pirates seem like were involved in that situation. Well, it was a situation that, uh, that took place. And, and having a guy that was, uh, was in, in position to be taken advantage of that way. Mm. You know, uh, they were young guys. Uh, including myself, that was making a lot of money and was open game to uh, 
that situation. So it just happened, and uh, I thought it was a fad, but a lot of people couldn't handle it. Mm. And uh, it involved a lot of lot of young players that was making a lot of money. Dave, what does uh, all the all these years later? What does Pittsburgh? mean to you when people bring up Pittsburgh when you come back here when the Pirates roll out the red carpet for you what did this city do for Dave Parker well Pittsburgh is my baseball home you know I'm once a buckle always a buckle I have nothing but good things to say about Pittsburgh well I I know this a lot of people in Pittsburgh still reminisce about the stories of the uh, we are family team in fact the last team that won a championship the last team that won a playoff series um and the bottom line is you were a big part of it. That was one of the fun lineups to cover when they acquired Madlock and all oh, yeah. those other guys. So Dave, I'd love to have a team like that again here, Bob. It's been too long. Yeah. I don't yeah. feel like we're any closer to that. I know, Dave, you're saying you're not watching the Pirates every night, but you still got faith and confidence that this team can get back to those glory days that you were a part of? They better do something soon. It's been 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> As I said at the beginning of this, you should come back, bat third, and have a designated runner, and we'll be fine. <laughs> hey, Dave. Well, I'm pulling for him. Yep. We want to thank you for your time, and we want to tell people about Cobra, the life of baseball and brotherhood. Where can people pick this up? Yep. Barnes & Noble, Amazon, uh, the Foundation, 39 Foundation, uh, it's uh, all over the place. You can pick it up. Awesome. Dave, thanks so much for being so generous with your time, man. We're still thinking about you back in Pittsburgh, okay? All right. Hopefully I get up there and do some things. Maybe have a book writing. We'd love that. We'd, We'd love have you in it. studio. Wherever you need to be, we'll be there, okay? All right. Looking forward to it. Best all right. Of, best of luck and keep healthy, man. We yep. appreciate it. And good luck. We're rooting for you. See you, Dave. All right. Thanks, guys. Yep.